0: Hey everybody! You hear that? Sounds like tea time. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island. Island talk, tea time. Talk. Right here on the kitchen island. Island talk, yeah. Island Talk Keeping it real and never fake Right here on the Kitchen Island Talk Dishing the tea with Lady VBJ Show TV We forever styling Real talk about real issues Feel like it then go get a tissue Walking talking like a diva should you. Wouldn't choose another sisterhood too Island Talk Island Talk Right here on the Kitchen Island Talk Island Talk Right here on the Kitchen Island Island Talk And we, we are island back talk. Ladies, that's the island. It's been a minute, but I am excited to see y'all. This is Vanita, and I'm not going to say your favorite Capricorn. Like I just did, right? I just said it. I'm going to have to get a new tagline, y'all. Well,
1: no, I don't Wait. have a tagline. This is BJ, and I'm here listening.
0: And this is Cheryl T. I
2: am on the mic.
0: Yes, look at you, on the mic like a Ooh, demon.
1: Hey! <laughs>
0: What's going on, ladies? A lot has gone on. We've been away for a couple of weeks, but we are back. And like I said, I love seeing your smiles. What's going on?
1: Everything, everything. Where do you want me to start? Didn't your grandson start back to school? Oh, you all, this is the best news. He started back to school, really? And he made the varsity choir as a sophomore. Wow. That's awesome and they're going to be singing the national anthem. And he gave me a little mini concert this evening after school, so that made me smile. So that's the good news. Uh, My little shaky news is I've been suffering with rotator cuff problems. So anybody out there that has rotator cuff, pay attention to it. A little ache or snag in the shoulder can mean much, much more. But I will shout out to all physical therapists because they have made me so much better. Then I get to dancing because it's, you know, therapy has worked. And then I've got a lipoma on my shoulder. You know what that is? You all? fat, a glob of fat on my shoulder. So now I got, I'm seeing a, a dermatologist to see if we can't go ahead and take this lipoma off my shoulder I don't want to be looking like Igor or Igor and you say what no no you don't want to look like that okay but God is good through all that I can still laugh so I'm happy
0: that's great I'm glad yes and my family's doing well so
2: that's what's been happening with me
0: that's good therapy does work I'm glad you Mm -hmm.
2: yes physical and
0: mental yes
2: well, we went to a women's conference that uh, I was hoping to host. It's called the Love Fest here in San Antonio. Anybody that's interested in coming next year, which will be the first week in August, hit us up on Kitchen Island and T and we'll send you the invite. But it was a wonderful time. The theme was love, love period, love question mark, love exclamation point. Any way you need it, you can find love. Uh, a lot of people had questions about what is love. A lot of people had, you know, period, I am love. God know God loves me. Uh, but uh, the Friday night session was a lot about self-care mm-hmm. and how to take care of yourself for mind, body, soul, and spirit. For the mind, we dropped some wisdom on the ladies, little nuggets here and there on how important they are. And the scripture we were using was love your neighbor as yourself. A lot of people don't love themselves, so therefore they pushing off whatever they pushing on themselves. They're pushing off on people. If you're critical of yourself, you're going to be critical of people. Mm-hmm. If you're negative towards yourself, you're going to be negative towards people. So we were uh, discussing self-care and how to help people get out of the rut of just you know, not taking care of themselves, taking care of everybody else, but not taking care of themselves. So for the spirit piece, we uh, had prayer. We had prayer warriors, had prayer time. It was a beautiful time. Um, And for the soul piece of it, we had the scripture that talks about laughter is good medicine for the soul. And I wonder yeah. who was there making that happen. Yeah, we had Lady B there, I mean, cracking us up to the point we needed depends we're about to use the bathroom <laughs> on ourselves laughing so hard and just realize that as christians you can still have fun you know you don't have to look like you've been baptizing lemon juice all day you know exactly. what i mean exactly god's people are happy people Exactly. In the body part, we actually had someone there that was pampering us with our hands and massages. So we did the full plethora of things for the women on Friday. And Friday is complimentary. I like to say free, but I love to say the word complimentary. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, we had the luncheon. So it was a wonderful time meeting all different types of women from all different types of faith, from all different types of nationalities. And it was a beautiful time in the Lord. Uh, and then, good news, whoop, whoop. Y'all ready for it? Yes, we're ready. Yeah. I am 21 pounds down. Thank you, Jesus. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've been diligent on my uh, diet plan. I'm under doctor's care. Uh, so I am getting it, the quarantine pounds down finally, and I am going to keep them off. I got another 20 to go. In my mind, I got another 20 to go. People are like, oh, you look great, but I know where I really want to be. Um, and then coming up, my birthday is this, this month. Yay! So I am going to Masala, Mexico with my best friend and her husband and my husband and two other couples to celebrate our birthdays on August 29th is my best friend's birthday and August 30th is my birthday. And then finally, my big grand news, I'm going to see my grandbabies September, Uh my grandson will be turning one and it's his one-year-old birthday party well i had a lot to catch up with you guys so (laughs) that's that's gonna be a party
0: wow that's awesome that's awesome news from both of you i don't really have any good news so let's move. you do (laughs) well i will say all three of us were at that conference on this past weekend And I enjoyed myself thoroughly making other people laugh. I get joy out of that. I really do. I'm a closet comedian because most people don't know it. So the women that I did invite, they didn't know what was going on and what to expect. And that's all I've been hearing about ever since. So
1: you just do one joke.
0: Are you serious? No,
1: I'm
2: serious.
1: Otherwise, I'll be
0: trying to do it.
1: Come on.
2: (laughs) Please
0: don't let BJ do it.
1: (laughs) you know that'll
0: be trouble i don't even know what i could say that's okay on the podcast oh
1: any one of them
0: really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know women we're always worried about our bodies right mm-hmm. about our weight cheryl just got through talking about her weight i'm doing a regiment myself and i'm trying to lose COVID pounds i couldn't believe how much i gained during COVID. and you know what's really funny y'all People are quick to tell you how much you've lost and that you're losing, and are you sick? And do you feel okay? Yes. When blowing out when your butt is blowing up, they just kind of shy away. They don't say a word.
1: Mm-mm, but they be talking about you when they get away from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you
0: see
2: they how big she
0: is? They do. But that's not the joke part. The joke part is, you know, how we're always saying we want to get back to our original weight. You know, we want to be little and your original weight. You you can't be serious because that would be eight pounds and eight ounces, right? <laughs> you're not trying to get back to being an infant right that's just a little nugget I hope y'all laughed on that (laughs)
2: yes (laughs) anything
0: else y'all have to pay me
1: (laughs) Uh uh-oh we have to pay for the others but it was really good the love fest was good uh the comedy was just it just lifted your spirits and uh I have I'll say something in attitude of gratitude about the rest of it okay so will I so will I. So let's get to
0: the latest news, y'all. It's just everybody knows. You guys know our listeners know by now. If they know me, I can't stand to watch the news. I can't even stand to walk by television if CNN is on. It's just I really wish I had the money to create a good news channel, a good mm. news channel where people can just tune in because they know they're gonna they're gonna smile and their heart is gonna be warmed.
2: Girl, that's called TikTok. Yes, <laughs> no.
1: that's, that's what I do. I look at TikTok and I get all the little kids doing different things that's and it makes you, you laugh, you know, TikTok or the um the entertainment uh, shows that are on, like, uh, what is it? I don't know when they get, do all the gossip in Hollywood and the movies and stuff. That stuff is so silly and way out or tmz or something like that then you get to laugh
0: yeah you can
1: watch the hard <laughs> news the hard news will, will
0: wait you down it will weight you down i i can't believe it yesterday we watched probably four hours of game shows and i'm like why haven't we changed the channel i mean it's just it got to be a lot but it was funny you know Yes. you <laughs> know what i watch
2: yeah. i watch cash Cab. you did yes Oh
0: wow, you remember that's
2: it? awesome. I,
0: I think I then. still got the one uh Ashley was on. Yeah. No, that's this a fun. That's a fun show. That's a fun yeah. show. Yes. But on a serious note, there's so much going on in the world, and we would be remiss if we didn't mention these things because we're about real talk, about real issues that are going on. And you know, I hate to start it out like this, but Anne hash who we all know from um, being a, a great actor, passed away this past couple of days ago um, at mm. the age of 53. It was a fatal car crash. She wasn't pronounced dead at the site, but she later was at the hospital. And, mm. you know, I didn't realize until today that they kept her on life support so that they could make sure her organs got donated, which was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once they got, you know, donor uh, people that they can donate to, then that's when they kind of, you know, pull the plug. I don't know how to say that. I don't want to be- uh, You just
1: said it. They pull the life support plugs. Yeah. So. Yeah, she
2: was an organ donor. So they wanted to make sure that the organs uh, would go to appropriate people. and mm-hmm. So they, they kept on life support until such time yeah. as they found mm-hmm. the right people for her organs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, she had had a rough- Life. She may, you know, we on the outside look at her and other actors and people that are prominent and think, wow, they got it going on. And, you know, they have money and fame and Mm. fortune. And, but it's not that way. Everybody's got their issues. Everyone. Yeah. So she suffered a lot with mental illness from Mm. a young, young age. And it just, she just kind of spiraled out of control. I was reading some of the things she's been through. And her career took a turn. You know, she was she and Ellen dated for like three to five years. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and three after, years. Yeah.
0: After they broke up, her career took a turn. And she she didn't think she was recovering from that. Well, so she suffered
2: some type of abuse during her childhood and yes, her from, her father, her from her own father.
0: Yeah. Mm. That was sad. Just a lot. It's just a lot. So we want to send our condolences <laughs> to her family because she um uh, has two sons that yeah. is 20 years old and one is 13 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. hard. Losing your mom at 13. Yeah. Anytime. Okay. I mean, anytime, anytime it's hard, but yeah. So yeah, that's and, traumatic
2: within itself. But a lot of times people don't realize, and I, and I heard you guys earlier, even before we got on the podcast, was talking about how she had suffered from abuse from since she was a child. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people feel like, you know, time here, heal, heal all wounds. Time does not Mm -hmm. necessarily heal our wounds. And Mm -hmm. and I heard someone say on the radio just recently that um, if a wound is not properly healed, it can have an infection. It can get infected. Mm. And that's usually what happens when people do not deal with the trauma of their past. It gets infected in other different ways that come out in other negative ways. Um, so I, 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 empathize with her cause you guys know my story and the type of uh, trauma I went through as a child and it stays with you, you're a grown person, even though you're, you're able to cope and you're able to deal. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you, you operate out of PTSD. You right. raise your kids out of PTSD, you know, you true. have friendships out of, P, you know, in a PTSD mindset, you know, or, Or a a mindset of anxiety or a mindset of fear, you know, um, because or a mindset of paranoia because Mm -hmm. of the things that happened to you in the past. They just don't go away, you know. Uh, But the key thing and I just off to all of our listeners here, the key thing was to extend forgiveness because there is no power in an apology. But forgiveness, there's the power. Mm -hmm. You have the power to release yourself. That's and true. that's in forgiveness and, and keep it moving. And when the forgiveness is given,
1: the burden is off of you and you have to forgive the person, the other person, but also forgive yourself for whatever you're blaming yourself for. And, and, and the other important. thing that
2: that you also need to forgive, and this is you know just coming to my mind, a lot of people had caregivers that was also responsible for taking care of them that didn't recognize what was happening to Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. you got to forgive them also because Mm -hmm. you felt like okay Mm -hmm. you were entrusted with me you should have saw the signs you should have known something i was a kid you know but they don't necessarily know either and so you got to release that um but i also want to be an advocate for therapy if you have gone through trauma and you have not gone to a therapist Find one that uh, suits your needs. I um, you'll know, you build that time and that rapport with that um, therapist to know if they are the right person for you. And I'm going to say this, thank God they came out with a new um, mental health uh, number for not necessarily always suicidal prevention, yes, but also if you're having a mental health crisis, it is now 988. 988- Mm-hmm. Like, if you have your physical body is having a crisis, you're going to call 911 and they're going to send out an ambulance. Mm-hmm. So, if you call 988 for a mental crisis, they will provide the resources, somebody on the phone with you to get you to a stable place uh, mentally. So, just want to shout out to um, the, the, the country for making that available throughout our country 988 for mental health crisis.
1: Just remind everybody that abuse is not the end. Forgiveness is the key, and mental health assistance is always important. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Ask for help and know that God's going to give it to you along with whatever therapist you see.
2: Absolutely.
1: Exactly.
0: Well said, ladies. Well said. It, it can be um, a little depressing for those that sometimes are surrounding the person. Because they feel helpless. They don't know what to say or do. Recently, a young man let me know that he let his family know that he was depressed. And the family just kind of shook it off because they don't know. They don't, you know, when you come from old school, it's like, oh, it'll it'll wear off. You're fine, you're imagining it, you know, all those different things, but it is real as we know, especially you, Cheryl. You you've dealt with it. Yeah. Clients, patients. I, I may have said the wrong word with clients, but clients,
2: you're right. I am. Right.
0: <laughs> so, um, but it is real. Do not ignore it. When somebody cries out for help, do not ignore them at all. Yes. Yes. So, Help
2: them to seek the right counseling. And it's so difficult nowadays for, you know, our country either is all or nothing. And remember back in the day, they had the mental wars, you know, they were putting people in mental institutions that didn't necessarily need to be in mental institutions you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, they maybe had you know mental problems or you know uh, learning disabilities and they were just putting them in you know mental wars and then they noticed it was inhumane in some in many cases so they just shut them all down well they didn't have anything to replace that you know Now they have maybe a few beds in the hospital. And if therefore you got a mental crisis, you can't get into those. Mm. And so I've dealt with several different people where I've had to, you know, do hospitalization because I'm not at the level of taking care of the type of things they needed. And oh my goodness, it was so difficult to get them into the place um, and then very difficult uh, once they come out and transition into an actual therapist. Um, But, you know, those places are hard to find, shall I say, but they are out there. Right. So many people,
0: like I said, are going through things and you don't know the mindset of a person, even a stranger. I'm thinking about what just happened recently in Dallas area, I think it was. At a kids sport sporting event, where a parent just went berserk, and you know there was some discrepancy with the the umpires or the refs, it wasn't mm. baseball, it was football, I think. Yeah, it was a football game, and one of the parents ended up shooting one of the coaches and killed him. Mm-hmm. So. You don't know the mindset of a person, what makes them snap, you know, what's building up in the person. And I'm not saying that this this parent was um, mentally ill because I don't know his history or his story. But we have to be mindful of people and just look out for the signs.
2: So in in, in this case, I think about what if a gun had not been present? Right, They yeah. might have thought fist knuckle push down somebody a lot of cursing baby yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: but it wouldn't have been the end of a life a valuable life
2: exactly that man will still be alive he has like two children his son was also playing football i think he's like nine years old right and the daughter's maybe in a teenage stage but it's like now they're going to miss their their dad and now the coach mm-hmm. and all those kids are going to be traumatized, you know, they're because gonna of what be happened in front of uh-huh. their faces. Exactly. You know, so it's just, it's just sad that, you know, why do you bring a gun to a little league game? Why do you bring a gun to a, any kind of sports Any event? kind of event, especially with you know? children in attendance. So that to me is like, if the gun had not been present, what else could have t- taken place? that man will probably most likely still be alive. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the guy to pull the trigger if he had to do it all over again. He wouldn't he would have done take it. it back. I know he would have said ta- he would take it back. Because he turned he himself a- in. He yeah, he's going to spend the rest in. of his life in jail over yeah. some stupid argument.
0: But to here's and- the kicker, Cheryl. Here's the kicker. This is why I brought it up. Now he is saying that he wants to tell his side of the story. Now, is It he- doesn't
2: matter. You just killed the man that was unarmed.
0: I know, but what I'm getting ready to say is, is he going to say, or are they going to say he's mentally ill?
2: Well, he, he might
0: say that it was
1: a moment of rage. And, you know, some people can claim that. and uh, But a lot, lot of
0: people hurt. do, have done it yeah. in the past, claim yeah. that. They didn't know what they're doing. They blanked out. They've been suffering. They went crazy. They didn't take their medicine. They, you know, yeah. they
2: and that's it. possible. And they will, you know, they might not get life in prison or they'll get life, you know, in a mental war, but they are gonna still be in some type of um oh,
1: you cool. know oh, yeah. lockdown
2: because of what they've done. But yeah, I, I just believe sometimes people do mentally snap. I'm not gonna take that away because any uh-huh. of us at any given time can do anything. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That you know. That's why I'm not packing like the wild, wild west. Cause somebody (laughs) cut me off, I'd be ready. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is when you have when you feel like you have the weight of the world on you you snap this way or another person may snap this way. You know, yeah. their snap might be, I'm going to curse you out. The other one yeah. is, like, I'm going to fight you. Another one is like, well, I'm going to shoot you. And another one might yeah. say, well, I'm just going to kill you. We just had an incident at my gym and a man was in there working out and another man came in and put the gun to his head and pop, There he was, dead. Yeah. <gasps> you didn't hear about that? Oh my gosh. Yes. But
1: he didn't even know the man though, did he? Well, I don't know the whole
0: story. I don't uh, thank you. God. I wasn't there. I'm glad you weren't there. You
1: still going to that gym? <laughs> I wouldn't be. I already told her, Cheryl, stop it. Don't go there because the, You know, the, the shame
2: part time. about it is it's like now you, you need metal detectors in every location. You go to the gym to work out. You go into a little league game to just watch your child play and something popping off. You know what I'm saying? It's just so sad that this country hasn't figured out yet. That we're gonna implode from the inside out. No other country's gonna destroy us. We're just we will destroy ourselves. Exactly. Uh, we're allowing anger yes.
1: uh, and disappointment to take over our lives. We don't have forgiveness. We don't love our neighbors as ourselves. And as you said earlier, we gotta love each other and it doesn't call for all of that. But we let it anger go cost to any- the
2: umpteenth level.
1: You're right, Cheryl. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah.
2: Just to love, just to show kindness. It doesn't cost anything, you know? So it's just, you know, we can move to the next topic. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'll get a control down, and we'll it. be all in another whole world.
0: <laughs> I know. Let's take a quick break and cool off with some iced tea.
2: woo
0: <laughs> Hey, Islanders. We just want to check in with you personally. We would love to hear from you with feedback about your favorite episodes, any ideas you have about possible future topics, and guest suggestions. We can be reached at our email, which is kitchenislandt@gmail.com. Also reach out to us via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, be safe, mask up, and keep hope alive.
2: Ciao. And we are back at the island. We are ready now to talk about some sports. What's been happening in the sports world, Lady B?
0: Oh, my gosh, y'all. My head is about to explode (laughs) with good stuff and not so good stuff. You know I'm a sports fanatic, as all three of us are. Yes, and, yes. Um, there's been a lot of basketball this summer. Football has already started back up with preseason. It's just a lot. Tennis, uh, it's just a lot. But I'm going to start out with the prima donna of the NBA. Let's say wannabe. And that would be Mr. KD, Kevin Durant.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Y'all leave KD Long. I respect the man. He's a great player. So I'm, I'm going to put my points out there to make sure y'all know I'm an advocate for KD.
0: Well, you know what? I was actually talking about you earlier in this week and I had invited a secret guest to come on to shut you down, but they refused because they said, I don't think I know enough. But good. KD, you know, whoever that person was that said to LeBron, just shut up and play basketball, just dribble. I don't yeah. want to say that to KD, dude. You get paid so much money to play basketball. You're not the coach, the general manager, or the owner. I don't even know if you're the captain of the team, but you're trying to dictate the whole atmosphere of the Brooklyn Nets, and you're a player. I I don't get it. So, and but they've already told him, look, the owner has said, I support the coach and the general manager. I'm supporting them. So now what happens? What? I think I've heard that he's going to have to stay there. And how are you going to look that coach in the eye when you basically wanted to get rid of him and try to in the public's eye?
1: Well, I think he just wanted to get out of an environment that wasn't suitable for him or that he cared for. So he wants to leave the Nets. But Beverly,
0: that's fine and dandy. Try to leave. But don't give an ultimatum out in the public because now you have burnt a bridge or that bridge is on fire a little bit. So when you do go to the games, and, and he says you need to come out because I'm sending somebody else in, what do you do? You get mad. You didn't so want to there
2: I, anyway. Uh, so I just wanna you know, rebuttal some of your points. Cheryl, Cheryl I want <laughs> you, know? you to not talk. <laughs> So you're telling him to be quiet and dribble and he makes a lot of money. He just says, stay there and play. Well, I'm on my job and they pay me a salary, but they don't tell me, Cheryl, just shut up and do your job. They want to he- understand my feedback, especially on important initiatives and strategy, so I can provide what I feel like is best. They might not use it, but they can they, they consider me a contributor. That, that every so it's okay when you're at the level of Kevin Durant to be a contributor with the information that you feel might be right. They don't I have agree. to take your advice. I agree it's up so to far. them to decide that because you don't. They don't own the team and general manager. I, I, agree. But I agree. He can. He can provide his input and when he's ready to move on he can be ready to move on if That's i want to switch companies i should be able to move yeah. on to another job and you i
0: agree
2: so i'm okay with him making wanting to make the transition i'm okay with him giving his feedback and input but the issue is he has such a hefty contract teams will have to literally bust their teams up to, to bring him. him on because of what Brooklyn is asking for him. And it's just too much for some teams to take on. They're like, well, well we're not giving away our players to start from scratch and build around you. We're not going to do that. You know, well, you're let's a good just be player. the mediator for them and get this settled. <laughs> Cheryl,
0: I agree with everything you're saying. What I don't agree with is making demands. That's what I don't agree with. So you're saying don't demand it or else. on the
2: information that you are hearing in the media. You have not heard KD come out of his mouth and say, I want to leave and I don't want so-and-so, so-and-so to be here. This is the reports we Gerald, now
0: you're you're being ridiculous. Now you're (laughs) being ridiculous. KD has said it's either them or me. You pick. Now, if he didn't say that, there would have been a rebuttal. And he would have done an interview and said, they are lying on me. But he had it. He has told the public and he has told the staff, either they go or I go. That's an ultimatum.
2: That's a demand. That's what you're saying.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. It's different okay. if you want to go. If you want to go, go. If someone wants to pay for you to come, go. That's fine. But to sit there and make them, because guess what? Now it looks like you got to stay there anyway and look those same people in the face that you tried to get fired, basically.
2: Yeah. That's kind of hard kind of working environment. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I'm saying. A hostile working environment. If Steve Nash pull you out the game, what's gonna happen? You're gonna get pissed off? Well, he could do a Ben Simmons and just not show up and don't play. That's fine. (laughs) I don't Well, at least
1: he's not gonna retire because all the news media is saying, Oh, if he doesn't get his way, he's going to retire. And he said that's not
0: so. Somebody will. Kill off their third child to take KD on their team. <laughs>
2: Dude, we need them here in the Spurs. I don't know what y'all talking about.
0: Well, let's, <laughs> get right there. let's not go there. Let's move on. Uh, oh,
2: we God, need, need anybody guess. at the
0: Spurs. We need somebody. <laughs> then there's your old other prima donna. My daughter, never mind. I ain't going to say that. Anyway, Ben Simmons. He ben, reached what's
1: the going settlement
2: today.
1: What would you say, Beverly? He reached the settlement today with the 76ers. Yeah,
2: but what's, what's that
1: all about?
0: I mean, it's like he couldn't, bl- he said he couldn't play. This is what I was talking about about mental health. He said he could not play due to mental illness. Okay, I get that. But I guess there's something in his contract or the NBA rules that you got to get docked your pay somehow. And he didn't want to get docked. He had a contract for like
1: 20 like, million.
0: 20 million. Mm-hmm. that year and they wanted to not give him at all all of it to him so today they came to um an agreement i don't know what that is they're not divulging that and that's it's a fine. secret it's a secret but <laughs> and the nda you know, <laughs> i know so <laughs> about it. I, it sounds like everybody's happy with the turnout mm-hmm. but still once again you know there's the mental illness and there's the i want my
2: money well, yeah. let's let's put it like this. And this is this is the thing that people got to get with mental illness. And I just want people to get it with mental illness. If he had fractured his leg and was sitting out because he was hurt physically, he would have still got paid. That needs to be the same thing when people are going through a mental health crisis. I agree. Same <laughs> thing. If they're sitting out for mental health crisis, they should still get paid because they're trying to tell you. I got something going on in my head and it's not good for me to be under the pressure that I'm under right here right now. I need a minute. And they and we should respect that. I do. And I think a lot of people don't realize that I've had, you know, family members that had to go into hospitals, you know, mental health hospital for like 8 days and lose their job. Now if they had a car accident and they was in the hospital for 8 days because they were in a car accident, they would have never lost their job. Exactly. So that's the point that I'm trying to make is they we have I got agree. to respect the mental health. The other point is people don't realize when Ben Simmons came to this country, he was like 19, 20 years old. You know, you come to a country by yourself as a 20 year old man, which is I know what my son was at 20. Everybody know what their children were at, Mm -hmm. at 20 years old male child. You're by yourself. You go through a lockdown like covid it is a lot of mental stuff that's going on with people that people don't realize, and then the pressure that's put on you. Um, yeah, you sign the contract on the dotted line, you get the money, but at the same time, we gotta respect. There's more to the story than meets the eye. We only see what what we what we're being shown.
1: I, well, I'm glad know. they came to some kind of agreement because I'm also of the mindset that if I didn't do the work, then maybe I I shouldn't get. The total salary. I don't know. I, it, I don't know, well, you you know those numbers you like that.
2: Total what happens when you hurt mentally?
1: So that's, that's the what,
2: issue. I say if you hurt physically, you'll still get your salary. But well, what happens when you hurt mentally? You so right, that get your salary. But the
1: yeah. thing is, I don't know what all was entailed in that twenty million or whatever the amount was. And in sports, it's a little different. It's based on sometimes some of your performance or what do you bring into the table? If you do this, you'll get this. But I don't know his contract, so I'm not going to speak to that. But so, don't tell Stephen A. Smith how you how you feel. because He, <laughs> he just went talk off. Talk
2: to Stephen A. if he want to talk to me oh, about this. Lord, Let me tell y'all something right. right now. I'm going to right tell y'all something. Stephen A. You.
1: quit on LSU. He quit on the 76ers. And so you shouldn't even want to fool with it.
0: Okay, well, let me Steven tell y'all something right now. Listen to me. I'm doing the Stephen A. right now. So <laughs> do y'all think, I want y'all's thought pattern on this, and then we'll move on. Do you think it's because some of these players, no matter what the sport is, they come in too soon to that professional sport. They get too much money. Ben Simmons was number one draft pick. He got a $170 million contract, okay? That's crazy. Can he adopt me? He didn't get that. He, he didn't get that in 2016, but he <laughs> got that just in 2019, $170 million contract. Do
2: you think it's just too much? It's just too okay, much. Okay. I'm going to put it back in your court. Yes. Let's say your child is 20 years old. You know, both of your, your male children, they get $170 million. What do you think would happen? Celebration. Mm-hmm. It would go, it might go to their head depending on their training. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I want you to look at your two children, your two male children. Right. because I look at my male son and at 20, was he ready to handle 107 million dollars? No.
0: Absolutely not. No. No. That's what that's what my child would have a mama for. <laughs> but you have to I
1: understand some of their moms, mama. some of their moms are so young. That True. they too don't have the the know how to take care of all of that, but that's where the NBA, the NFL, all of these sports should have some sort of a uh, care package for these young people who get off. They that do. They, give they do. This money. They,
2: over the years, they well, they're they not have effective enough, programs to help them with their finances. But they're not but doing, a great, a, they're not yeah, doing
1: a great job. They're not doing a great job, and they need to do better. Because I could yeah. snatch some of them and help them myself. <laughs> Come on now.
2: Yeah, they're not doing a great job
1: on helping them to manage that money. And maybe they have to have some rules in there. I know it's their money, but you don't want them. I mean, look at the stupid things they do. How do you go out drinking with your friends and you can afford a limo or a driver, but you're young and carefree and you're feeling invincible. So you go out drinking and then you have an accident or you kill somebody.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Why does that happen? You're right. It shouldn't Sarah. if you're looking after them the right way?
2: Sorry, off my soapbox. No, <laughs> you can stay on it. And but survive. I do believe because of the fact we have. Uh, a new thing in society now where you know one and done in an NBA you can't do that in football because those guys have to really be physically built up and it takes a lot to build up a physical male because they they're still growing after age 21 you know Mm -hmm. so for football it's hard to do one and done because those those guys bodies are not ready for NFL most of them anyway unless you play for Alabama that team is a a professional already big. all of their members
1: are six feet something and Almost 300 pounds or more. Each person eats a cow
2: for dinner, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in the NBA, I think it's very difficult for these young men that are coming out, one and done. They're still trying to figure out life and you drop all that money on them. It's just it's just overwhelming, I'm sure. And it's a wonderful blessing, don't get me wrong, because it takes care of generations of families. Uh, but it's just so much. And then the pressure that they're under to produce immediately you know especially if you're number one number two draft pick they want to see results immediately you know well they wanted the money immediately
1: i'm sorry (laughs) that's a good one Beverly. i mean they want the money immediately well if you if we think they need all this care then bring them in at a little lower rate let me see what you can do. If you get hurt, here's a, a, a contingency for that. And if you don't, here's a contingency for that. But nobody wants to do that. They want the money up front. So we want the production up front.
2: That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. I think these owners are going to, you know, start putting some clauses in, you know, because they can't keep paying people at this high rate and then they can't really build up the team because they don't, they hit the salary cap. You know, once they get one or two stars that they can't they have to build a team with you know just a whole bunch of supporting cats. Um so I think it only gonna... works for the Spurs. <laughs> exactly, because we don't pay them as much as the Spurs. We give them stock in the team, something like that. You get part ownership. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's your pay.
0: <laughs> you get to make a commercial with ATV
2: <laughs> <laughs> You get to meet the coyote.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, let's move on. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah let's
0: okay. move on. I'm going to save this other uh, sport for last. So how about football's back, y'all? It seemed like it, it just left.
2: Yeah. I'm glad. I, I was laugh. on it. It's Monday night and I was looking for some football to be on. I was like, target, no football on tonight. <laughs> you know, uh, not yet. Not
1: yet. <laughs> so are you happy with the Steelers, Miss B?
0: Well, yes I am. They just won their uh, the first preseason game. I mean, that doesn't mean anything, but it meant something to me. <laughs> <laughs> who's your qb it's a victory <laughs> that's all right don't start on us we got three of them how about you i
2: said who's your qb i just i'm just asking a question we
0: have three we have a rotating <laughs> plethora of men <laughs> that can throw the ball so there you
2: go. tag who's your qb
0: <laughs> we actually have four but
1: Okay. Now
0: <laughs> only three of them were in the rotation on Saturday and that's okay. I, you know, like I said, it's preseason. You don't know that.
2: Okay. Happen. So out of the three that rotated, who did you like to watch the most? Who do you think did the best?
0: I'm going to say not Rudolph. <laughs> Y'all know at the Island, how I feel about him. This <laughs> man was it last season or the season before he led another person on another team snatches his helmet off and beat the crap out of him who <laughs> does that on the field in front of the nation <laughs> uh, but anyway you know I, I just I just hope the team gels sooner than later and we get some good games in that's all I'm hoping for good
2: football this season in other words, you don't have a choice on quarterback right now.
0: No, yeah. well, oh, I personally don't because otherwise okay. I'd go with the fourth one because he's good looking.
2: <laughs> he's fourth for a reason. He can be it's cute. You know what?
0: Carol, we're going to move on. <laughs> Beverly, what about your team?
1: I don't have a team anymore. I thought it was Steelers. I like the Steelers and I root for them because I like you and I like. <laughs> Your team—I have to have somebody to root for—but you know, I was a St. Louis Cardinals football fan, that and team. when they snuck out of town, I just cut football out. I don't think they snuck, Beverly. They just got the <laughs> <on a plane laughs> No, they out. left in the night. They left in the dark of
2: night, <laughs> like somebody ain't paid their rent. Yeah, <laughs> I think Back up in the, the middle night. of the night.
1: <laughs> so I've kind of been I watch football I love it but I do root for the Steelers I will say that
0: You do. Uh, let me tell y'all something so funny okay so I have a really dear friend he's really like a family member that lives up in Dallas his name is Rick shout out to Ricky. Rick anyway of course he's a Dallas fan but it was either him or some other family member that said yes the Cowboys are in training camp practicing for the Super Bowl Yikes. Like, exactly. Yikes. <laughs> they do that every year. They think they're going to the Super Bowl after the very first win that they get. But you gotta think positive, or you think what you think is what you're gonna get. That's beyond positive. He's always texting me talking about how about them cowboys? And I'm always like, Yeah, the girls look they're looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Cowboys were really bad this weekend, and I know they had the scrubs in, and they're trying to figure out who's going to actually play. And you know, they're cutting the last mm-hmm. few people off the team, and and the last few pieces. But man, they look bad. And I, I, I was just like, by halftime, I was like, okay, next. I had watched. There were so <laughs> many oh games
0: on Friday and Saturday. It was not. It was a lot. Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I had was changing the channels. There was a lot of. Uh, Women's WNBA basketball was on. Oh yeah! How about the Aces? Go Aces! Number one, like, one in the like, West. She's like, who are the Aces? They used- I don't watch
2: <laughs> WNBA. Sorry, they used to <laughs> number be number one the in doubles. the West. They used Our to be- Becky Hammond is the coach. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, yeah. I'll go for the Aces because of Becky.
0: <laughs> anyway, Becky. they used to be the Silver Stars. That's who the Aces are. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Silver Stars. So yeah. Becky's the coach. You know, she left. Now, them.
2: wait a minute. So San Antonio doesn't have a women's team anymore? Oh, okay, you know oh, what? You hell, know hell what? Her. I'm telling you, I don't do WMA.
0: story. Cheryl, go
1: to bed. <laughs> Are you kidding me right they now? They moved to Vegas and they became the Aces. Okay. And Becky um, got
2: the coaching job. I know and- Becky had the coaching job with the Aces, but I did not know that the Aces came from San Antonio too. Silver Vegas. Stars, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's why you don't go to the the WNBA games no more. They don't have them here. Okay. Beverly,
0: look at my face.
2: (laughs) I'm 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 doing
0: the James. How has she been around (laughs) us and she didn't know that? (laughs) Um, she's not listening. She's not paying attention. She's been ignoring us. But anyway, (laughs) Becky Hammond has taken them or is taking them to the promised land. She just got the job. She's they finished number one they number one in the playoffs. The playoffs start on this Wednesday. Yes. Okay.
2: I'll yeah. be
0: watching. Look at me. Because
2: it's Becky Hammond. I love her.
0: She's <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. She
2: came from the NBA
0: and made a great impact already in the WNBA. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. Well, you and know, when she amazing. was with
2: the Spurs, she won the G League uh championship. Yes. Her, yes. Yes. her first time coaching the team, and she won it. And, and uh, she- um She even had a time when Pop was out. She took over the team and coached. So, you know, if you got a coach under the caliber of Popovich that's coached in NBA, Mm -hmm. you go to WNBA, she's killing it over there. Mm -hmm. Like, like
0: Like I've said in the past, Pop is better at running a clinic university on coaching. <laughs> it actually is making decisions with spirits. I won't I won't go there anyway. Anyway, let's move on because I see let's move on, on. I, I, I think before
2: before we leave, before we see leave the W
1: people. Before <laughs> we leave the WNBA let's give a shout out to the number one in the East. And you know that's the sky, Chicago Sky. Yes. Even Candace, though we're rooting for the Aces.
0: Of course, Candace Parker yes. and her whole crew. Yeah, I, I Candace like Parker. Her. But uh yeah, I do
1: like um, Candace. Oh, Lord, listen to this chick. I do, I like We her. just wanted to give him a little shout out, not a whole lot, okay? And we're just we're rooting gonna, for the Aces. Yeah, we're going to switch
0: gears just a tiny bit. You know, Brittany Griner was sentenced to nine years for smuggling drugs, is what they're saying. But her um, defense team is appealing the verdict. So mm-hmm. what do y'all think?
1: I think it just depends on uh, government negotiations. Okay. Uh, so this allows Russia to... Uh, possibly save face or press the foot to the metal on us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just going to depend on government negotiations, how many other people they can tag on to Brittany if they ask, and then Russia's going to be asked for us to exchange someone. Of course. So of we course. just have to stay in prayer and keep the pressure on, keep her name up, but it's yeah. all right about the government. Yeah, I will Politics. say that. I feel like all of that
0: that has happened to her and is still happening affected her team in Phoenix Mercury Mm because they just had a lot of challenges. They barely, barely, barely made the playoffs. Yeah, Um, yes. I mean, because
2: she's an integral part of that. And it's not only her being missing, but the whole Stuff that's surrounding whole issue surrounding her mission mm-hmm. of you know, being missing from the team is what's also affecting them because you know they're they're teammates you know yeah, yeah. they're they're like a family and so sisterhood uh, you know yeah
0: so it's it's been hard on them so our prayers still go out to Brittany and her wife and her team and her family who's here mm-hmm. in Texas so we just need to constantly keep them in our prayers yes so um. I, I think I want to move to one of my favorite subjects right now.
2: Uh, I'm about to go, y'all. Hi, <laughs> I thought you liked tennis. Do I, I can't go to U.S. Open? That's why I'm like I'm about to go. <laughs> for all of
0: those that have been living under a rock for the last mm, I don't know how many years, twenty something years, twenty something years, Serena has been the queen of tennis. Yeah, and she's gonna go out like a boss. She has announced, she hasn't used the word retire. She says, use the word evolve. So she's going to the next level of her life. She wants to grow her family and do other things in business. You know, she has her daughter Olympia, who is cute as a button. Mm-hmm. And she's got, she's now owns a soccer team out in LA, a women's soccer team. So there's just a lot. And, you know, she's still young enough to do this to go out ha- go ahead and move to the next level of her life you know her sister Venus has been playing just as long
2: mm-hmm. um, she hasn't
0: done quite as well but pretty good mm-hmm. pretty good so what are y'all thinking the U.S. Open is next it's in a couple of weeks and um whoo I plan on making a trip to New York City Flushing- oh, here I come what you got to say, Carol? Yeah. I see you rolling your eyes.
2: I'm not going to be a hater. I'm a celebrator. So to the listeners, you know, I was going to go with Vanita to the U.S. Open, but she asked me after I had already planned my birthday trip to Mexico. So, of course, I'm not going to be able to go. And to, I mean, it's bittersweet because to find out that this is potentially sure, Serena's uh, last time playing at the U.S. Open in 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 New York. She played. I'm tomorrow. not going to see it. It's just so disheartening for me. But I'm so glad that Vanita got her tickets before <laughs> Serena announced that because yeah. it was sky high after she announced that she was going to be evolving into something more or different, you know, with her family and her businesses. So. I'm happy for you, y'all. Make sure y'all take some pics, you know, video something. Cause I, I y'all yeah, even tried to figure out how I can get straight from Mexico to New York, but <laughs> it's like right in the middle of my trip, so I couldn't do it. I was like, dog it.
0: <laughs> yep. So I'm excited. At first, I thought I'd just be going to New York and sitting out on the lawn. You know how they have that great big huge screen and you can watch the yeah. night matches out there. Yeah. i thought you know that's gonna be cool i'm gonna love and meet people we're gonna be cheering but you know you get blessed and then you just enjoy yes
1: there you, yes. Go. <laughs> there you go so she's playing tomorrow in the cincinnati open yes, right?
0: yes. Oh, okay yes it was supposed to be today that match but it's mm-hmm. supposed to be tomorrow Oh, did okay. you know that Cheryl? Cheryl kills me. No, I did. <laughs> Beverly and I know when things are on TV, but you all really, are retired. Some of us have but been listen to me. To no, but listen, Beverly, every now and then I'll say, Cheryl, Serena's on. Oh, girl, what channel? She doesn't keep up. She doesn't no. keep up. You don't have to be watching it. But you could at least
2: keep up, girl. I keep up when it gets to the actual like Wimbledon and um, the the U.S. Open. I keep up on those, but not just But but listen, but here's the thing, listeners. She'll tune in, but when things get rough, she tunes out. Oh, I get so nervous. I was watching Coco the other day, and I was like, oh my God, I cannot watch this when she was up a full uh, set. And then she started the the second set, she lost. And then the third set, I was like, oh, my gosh. She started to lose the first three games of the second, the last set. And I was like, oh, okay, I got to turn this channel. I can't watch it.
0: She doesn't turn it back on until the next day
2: she hears what happens. So, she won't so watch the rest. rest. Is that a true tennis fan? I would think no. I I'm too, I get too anxious. That's why I came. I used to be like that with my kids when they played sports. I would get up and walk out of the gym. It would be so much pressure on them. I was like, oh, I can't watch. I can't watch. <laughs> so your child is shooting the free throws for them to win in order to go to nationals. I was like, oh, God, please let her get these
0: shots. course <laughs> so she made them, but
2: I couldn't even watch it. I was so anxious. <laughs>
0: Wow. That's crazy. But yeah, so Serena and well, Venus hasn't announced anything, but Serena, I'm happy for her. I will miss her, but she's going to do bigger and better and greater things. I can't wait
2: for that baby to start playing juniors.
1: I know. (laughs) I know.
2: It's funny because their parents, their parents didn't let them play juniors. They went straight into.
1: Right. That's true. Yeah, because so he said be they burnt burned out. out. They have well, a lot of young
0: people get burnt out in juniors. Yeah, well, Serena doesn't teach her child how to play. She takes her to a tennis coach. Maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and that's crazy. good. That's, that's awesome. Crazy.
1: Yeah. So then you don't have your, it's not stressful. You know how it is when parents try to teach you how to drive or anything oh, like God, that. Yes. You always listen to the other people. It's true.
0: That's true. That's very true. So what else y'all got? Or should we just move on out of here and... and uh? Cheryl, you go eat dinner.
1: <laughs> well, wait a minute. Let's do one real quick thing. What makes you smile?
0: What makes me smile? Yes. Oh, my gosh. A lot of things. I could say, <laughs> this is going to sound horrible. <laughs> a plate of fried chicken or fried <laughs> fish. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I fried chicken fried or fish. fish. Or fried okay. chicken and some potatoes. I was going to say, don't leave out those potatoes. Yeah. Well, you know what makes me smile? I told you all this earlier. I'm not a country Western fan, but I love this song by Walker Hayes called Fancy Like. But it's talking about Applebee's and how he dates his girl. I love this song. He says, uh, I got my Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake with cream on the top. I love that.
0: I, I've never heard the song, Beverly. I'm going to have to go listen to that.
1: It is so catchy. If you go listen to it, you'll be singing it all night.
2: Where oh, did he my. take it before he could afford to take it to Applebee's? Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> but it said when he got paid,
1: the song says when he gets paid, he upgrades. So it <laughs> takes it to Applebee's. For the, he's got the Bourbon Street Steak with the Oreo shake. I love it. I love it. So that's what makes text me that smile. To, text that to me. Okay, I will. I love you. another line too. He Uh-oh. says, "I don't need a Tesla to impress her." Ooh,
2: say oh, say it now.
1: <laughs> Who's the comedian on this
0: panel here? Me or you? Or <laughs> that was a good. <laughs> one. I like those lyrics.
2: I like those. Those are fun. Those so are to cool. Ask
0: Cheryl the same thing. Yeah. Makes what makes
2: smile? me smile? Oh my goodness! What makes me smile? Uh, I'm i I'm gonna say it like this, and then I'll move into what really makes me smile we only need like one word answer just one <laughs> one little thing i like Definitely. having money in the bank oh so i Ooh. can go shopping Ditto. not for me but for other people because when i give gifts that people enjoy that makes me smile oh thank you me. cheryl <laughs>
0: That was, I like that, Cheryl.
2: That's a, she. Has that does right make here. me smile. Cause you remember I was videotaping my friend when she came here and I gave I her a like, gift yep, and all oh, that would just lit me up. She heard the emotions of it all that she was so excited. And I like to give things that people need or they're going to cherish. You know what yeah. I mean? I try to think, you know, what does this people, what does this person actually need? Not to just grab something and go, you know what mm. I mean? So I like to be very, um, you know, intentional with my gifts. Love it, love it. Awesome, awesome.
0: So y'all, let's do a little attitude of gratitude before we get up out of here.
1: Mm -hmm. Who wants? Who's gonna start? I'll start. Cheryl mentioned the Love Fest, and we were truly blessed. We all attended, and uh, the prayer session for me with someone laying hands on me, and God sent the right person and my spirits were lifted, um, and I was ready to lift other spirits. So I thank the Love Fest for that. And then on the fun side of the Love Fest, besides all the different uh, self-care things, like having our hands massaged and uh, all the the beauty care from uh, Mary Kay, and having a back and neck massage. But you know what impressed me? Two, uh, or I should say twins, who had yummy, yummy desserts. Oh, and they, wow! there was this long table with all kinds of cupcakes. And you all know dessert makes me smile too. Vanilla <laughs> cupcakes, chocolate cupcakes. And then they had a taco cupcake. That taco cupcake was off the chain. It was. Cornbread muffin with taco meat inside, covered with just a little icing. Some cheese, some of us are, hundreds. and a taco chip or a tortilla chip. It was awesome, you all.
2: Yep, so it was, it was good.
1: And, yes, had thanks and to the love
2: fest. also, chicken and waffle cupcakes. Oh yeah, I forgot those. Mm-hmm. They were good too. <laughs> so they had savory and sweet cupcakes. They were some beautiful young ladies, and their mother did our praise and worship. She did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Opened us up on Saturday. She was wonderful. Yes, she did a great job. So, Vanita, what's your attitude of gratitude? My attitude of gratitude is um, the ladies here
0: at the island know that I've had a little bit of a health scare this past week. And so, you know, you try not to always think about what you say, Cheryl, about um, disease is basically disease dis-ease. And so Mm. I was feeling a little bit of um, dis-ease this week, but it came a time when I didn't worry and I said, I'm going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Mm. So I got my results today and God is good. All right.
1: God. Praise God.
0: Yeah, that is my attitude of gratitude. I am grateful for um, you ladies and other people that have been praying for not just me, but for my family, because we have a lot of concerns going on. But that's my attitude of gratitude. I'm grateful for the friends and family. Awesome.
2: And, uh, awesome. Ditto. Support system.
0: Support system.
2: Wow. So Great. what's my attitude of gratitude? My attitude of gratitude is my husband just made me some chicken and I got to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy enjoy, enjoy. My husband and cook for me well he, we took him to his took him to a cooking class for his birthday and mm-hmm. he bought his brand new cookware he's been trying to get for forever because my husband does all the cooking as many of you know there but he did tonight in his brand new cookware once again i'm excited when i give intentional thing gifts that yes they- so this is bringing joy to me that he's cooked in his new, brand new cookware from Sir Le Taub. So Oh, I yes. To eat dinner with my husband. All, All right. right.
0: Well, if there's, a, Beverly, did you do yours?
2: I kind of started, I thank
1: you for the love fest, but as always, I'm always grateful that my 98-year-old mother, Lillian, is doing well, and that uh, my family is in good shape, so I'm just grateful we deal with life. Oh, I got to say this. And then I'll let Cheryl go eat. My friend Brenda, who is fighting multiple myeloma, I just praise God for her spirit, for her positivity. And she's been able to take herself to her treatment sessions and uh, be at home. And so we're just praising God for all of his goodness, his grace and his mercy.
2: That is That's awesome. wonderful. Yes, yes. Hey, Brenda, we love yes. you. Yes, we love you, Brenda. Keep it up, Brenda. Keep positive attitude. Keep yes. the positive thoughts. Uh, stay away from the negative TV shows and just keep your spirits up. And yeah. it'll help your body to heal.
0: Yes, exactly right. And laugh. Good yes, laugh good for the for soul. soul. Yes. So, if we don't have anything else, ladies, our time has been well spent. Hope it's not too long before we get together again. So we just want to tell our listeners we love you. Keep listening. And I'm going to say bye.
2: This is BJ. Later. Ciao, Bella.